Hello friends, today I am back with Luke chapter 19. As always, let's go ahead and pray over the word that we're about to receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, Lord, to thank you for everything that you've given us, Lord. Every miracle that you work in our life, Lord, even the ones that we don't recognize. We thank you for all the blessings that you pour down on us. Thank you for every mercy that you've given us, every grace, all of the forgiveness that you constantly show us, Lord, for all the love that you have for us. Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us and the people that you've surrounded us with, for all the opportunities that we have and all the blessings that are to come. We pray today, Lord, that you help us to gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we are about to receive and to be able to put it into work into our own lives. Help us, Lord, to be able to share this with whoever needs to hear it and to be able to bear the fruits of your spirit, Lord, in everything that we do. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today and guide us in each and every step that we take. Help us to be beacons of light for God's love, mercy, kindness, and grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so this first section is called Zacchaeus the Tax Collector. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. This next section is called the Parable of the Ten Minas. While they were listening to this, he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. He said, A man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and gave them ten minas. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, We don't want this man to be our king. He was made king, however, and returned home. Then he sent for the servants to whom he had given money in order to find out what they had gathered with it. The first one came and said, Sir, your mina has earned ten more. Well done, my good servant, his master replied. Because you have been trustworthy in very small matter, take charge of ten cities. The second came and said, Sir, your mina has earned five more. His master answered, You take charge of five cities. Then another servant came and said, Sir, here is your mina. I have kept it laid away in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you, 
because you are a hard man. You take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow. His master replied, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I am a hard man? Taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow? Why then did you not put my money on deposit so that when I came back, I could have collected it with interest? Then he said to those standing by, Take his mina away from him and give it to the one who has ten minas. Sir, they said, he already has ten. He replied, I tell you that to everyone who has, more will be given. But as for the one who has nothing, even what they have will be taken away. But those enemies of mine who did not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. This next section is called Jesus Comes to Jerusalem as King. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Say, The Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, throwing their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees of the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace. But now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. This last section is called Jesus at the Temple. When Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said to them, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching at the temple, but the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the leaders among the people were trying to kill him. Yet they could not find any way to do it, because all the people hung on his words. That is the end of chapter 19. I just want to go over the parable of the ten minas real quick. So in this parable, the king gave each of his servants an amount of coins. And when he returned, he expected them to have more than what he gave them. But one of his servants did not. He just had what was given to him in the same way God gives us 
a fire for him. And we are meant to spread that fire to each person that we can. And whenever our time comes at the end of our life, we're going to go to heaven and he's going to say, how many people have you brought me? And if we just say, here I am, Lord, I'm the one. You gave me this fire and I've kept it for you. That won't work for him. He loves us so much and he puts that fire in us for us to be able to spread it. If we love him enough, we will spread his fire as much as we can. It really does not take much. All you really need to do is tell somebody that God loves them. And that could be the changing factor in their life to bring them to Christ. Go out and spread God's love with whoever you can. I hope you enjoyed this message and till next time.